Hello and welcome to the No Holds Barred Witchcraft podcast. So, Chris, what type of witch are you? <laughs> the pissed off kind. I don't think that's an official category. Oh. What did you want me to say? Well, I was wanting you to say something along the lines of, I'm a bad witch when I'm in a good <laughs> mood. I'm a green witch when I don't feel very well, and so on and so forth, because there's official categories of what witch you are. Apparently, I was told there's up to 20 now. Up to 20. There is a request we have to talk about this a little bit, because we normally would say professional witch, or I know I do, when people say, what type of witch are you? I say professional witch. Honey, I'm a professional have faith in me <laughs> okay that's fair no I, I suppose I say the same I don't otherwise say very much about it I, I must say I know that's not we'll, we're going to talk about it anyway you already know I'm not a big fan of this so I find that people pigeonhole themselves far too early with this process and don't learn any actual basic you know, ground rules before they make this decision. Um, Because I think this forces people into an aesthetic and the aesthetic isn't helpful in necessarily learning witchcraft. So I I kind of get a bit pissed off with this. What kind of witch are we? Um, I think it develops as you start to explore a bit. And then, yes, I think it's helpful for some people when they're meeting and say, groups like moots and things to be able to explain what kind of craft they do but i still struggle with the use of it like if it's a kind of like oh well i suppose you could call me a sea witch like i'd be okay with that if all they were trying to say is i I do a lot with the ocean or i do a lot with um ocean deities or or something like that but i don't actually think that it's before you've kind of completed your first couple of years I don't think that's useful for anybody. Um, I don't think it's actually helpful for anyone because then they look down one specific avenue and aren't open to the other possibilities and they've picked it purely on an aesthetic. Almost like, um, what's that? Swipey, swipey. Um, Oh, what's it called? Tinder. Tinder. Is that the swipey, swipey thing? Yeah, you know when you've made a decision on something just on how it looks and you never make an instant Tinder. decision, slight yes or, you know, left or right. Because that yeah. way you're making a decision before you've even actually learned anything about it. Um, so if you're suddenly going, oh, okay, well, I need, I need to watch this YouTube video on the top 10 types of witches and make a decision, uh, you're like, well, it's, why would you do that? Well, I suppose, like you kind of said, it's all to do with communication, isn't it? It's about how can I condense my entire magical practice and all the things I do into one essentially category? And I'm not entirely sure. I I have mixed opinions on this um, because I know that is really, if you're talking about, well, what type of witch are you? All of that's going to be flawed. You know, you're not going to be able to trans, you know, 
I transmit a huge amount of information about that, but you can possibly put it in a ballpark. Because even if you were, say, a hedge witch or something, you do you might do all sorts of things. There might be so much, assuming you even get the right concept of what a hedge witch is. There's so many different individuals that all would call themselves hedge witches or be called hedge witches that I don't know. Sometimes when people say I'm a this kind of witch, it makes sense. If they say, for example, they're a Wiccan, I know exactly how to judge them. <laughs> <laughs> if they say I'm a type of Wiccan, say a subcategory, Alexandrian Wiccan or a Gardnerian Wiccan or a Blue, Blue Star Wiccan or something like that, I know exactly how to judge them. But do so you not do judge them before they tell you because you can smell the patchouli? I, I speak, I, well, I would speak slightly slower and I would <laughs> use slightly simpler terms such as energy and intention and <laughs> sabbat and that sort sabbat. of thing sabbat <laughs> sabbat <laughs> so well, i'm not in saying that is entirely useless i think it will depend on where that's coming from now one thing i do get a lot confused by because i've never you know i i've only answered the question what type of witch are you when it's come up and unfortunately it has come up quite a lot because there is this kind of idea on online uh that there's lots of different types of witches and there are lots of different types of witches i think the mistake people make is that you can put them on a list and really yeah. what you need to think is there are lots of different types of witches because there are lots of different people who are witches so it's not yeah. what type it's get to know the person and how they practice um yeah. The thing I struggle with is I don't understand whether you choose what type of witch you are before or after you come out with what kind of dragon you are. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I, I would be okay with someone saying I practice green witchcraft or I practice sea witchery. What I have a problem with is the I'm a sea witch. Like, does that make sense? Um, because that says you only do that. I, I don't Whereas, think that I would pull a I don't fate. think I've ever met. I don't think I've ever met a witch that does one kind of magic only. Like, ever. That was any good. See, I think it's one of those things. If someone said they're a sea witch, right? I would probably, it would be a line of inquiry or it would open up a kind of thing, communication. I can think, okay, I'll talk a little bit about witchcraft by the sea, witchcraft by the ocean that involves water or involves that kind of thing, maybe even stems from pirates or something. I mean, mm. let's be fair, there's a fair amount of them because I live in a port city, you know, which was as renowned for piracy both back in the day and modern online piracy <laughs> mm -hmm. um but what i have a problem with is people that say i'm a sea witch and then i try to talk to them about sea witchery and then they say well i don't use water i don't really i, I live in the middle of the city i did yeah. used to go to the seaside when i was a kid and I always remind, I really liked going to the seaside building, sea sandcastles when I was a kid. 
And because that's a fond memory, that makes me a sea witch because I feel a connection to the ocean, you see. Because unlike yeah. other kids who clearly don't really enjoy the seaside when they go to the seaside when they're a kid building sandcastles, I know there sticks in my memory that I used to get taken to the seaside once a year and we were poor and it was a free day out essentially and it was brilliant like a little holiday and that makes me feel more wuzzy you you know warm and fuzzy inside that's the kind of thing that I think oh okay we're going down something a bit more slightly different now because that's someone saying huh I need to pick a tribe to belong to on social media I know I'll pick this one which like I think the other kin thing, which was what I, I was think, getting at with the yeah. dragons. I think that's why it offends me more than it should, is because it's like this tribe thing. And it's it's the same way it bugs me with the with alphabet soup and the LGBT community, but I won't go off on a tangent about that. But essentially it's that. It's the self-identification for in the hope that you will have a specific tribe. And I think that's what I have issue with. Because I think that actually then takes away from what somebody could be practicing if they actually widen their scope a little bit more. Um, But I think that they kind of almost need to feel like they need to have identified themselves before they've even learned anything. And Mm. that just, I think that just leaves room for one sloppy practice, but two, it leaves you open to being kind of, you know, hoarded by certain unscrupulous groups that just want to collect them up in order to make covens. And you just kind of like, that doesn't need to happen. You should have a solid basis and be able to practice on your own before you then part of a mixed group um, and actually have discovered a bit more of you before you go to the kind of coven setting. But then maybe that's just me being a bit biased against the coven setting because I find, you know, the hierarchies in them are unnecessary and um, make trouble for the practitioner trying to learn on the well, whole. Yeah, you you raise some interesting points. Um, with the coven stuff, if you're part of a coven, then the chances are the majority of your practice is going to be secret anyway. So any sort of words and that is going to be something that means you can use coded language in front of other practitioners or in front of mundanes and them not really understand what you're talking about that's the point of that titles and the like is i don't really want to reveal this information but i want to have a conversation about you because something cool happened at this ritual i went to but obviously we can't really talk openly about that so we'll be about the bush and kind of you know read between the lines i'll use some special language that only you know because you're part of my gang. The other thing you said about the alphabet people, because this is quite interesting. So within magical practice and witchcraft, it always used to be, and you can see this mirrored in fairy tale, I think. It's one of the few things fairy tales kind of get right. Which is the most powerful witch, or which is the most powerful magical practitioner? Back then, all about reputation, all about who trumps who, who's the better one. Okay, you might have to pass 10 people that will practice some sort of magic in order to get to the boat that takes you to the little creepy island where there's some old spinster that lives that smells rather fasty, but she knows a lot about her magic. She's the one everyone else 
is a scare doll and thinks it's like the one. And it used to be about power. And now it's not so much about power. Now it's about making a community of people who are, well, I suppose it's kind of a coping community, coping mechanism, which is what I see in the LGBTBEGBT alphabet people. <laughs> the alphabet people, there is there is a ranking system from what I understand. And it's <laughs> the more you're discriminated against, the more points you get. So okay. well done. If you fall under one of the alphabet letters, you're part of the group. But yeah. to what degree of initiate you are <laughs> <laughs> will depend on which letter you have. And the more higher up you are equals the more discriminated you are against. Mm you know, within the kind of coping mechanisms of a lot of this online social media witchcraft, it's, it used to be, I'm a self-empowered person that literally can recreate and change the structure of the universe and surroundings at my will. Best beware of my sting, bitch. You know, watch yeah. out. I'm a force to be reckoned with. Now it's, oh, shout out to such and such, oh, I've got a problem, oh, all of this and that. And it's kind of like, oh, you know, I'm really sorry to hear that you've got cancer. Oh, we'll all be thinking of really nice thoughts and sending you a positive energy and all that kind of thing. Or, oh, I'm thinking about doing this. Oh, no, don't do that. Go and see a doctor. No, don't do that. Go and see a therapist. No, don't do that. Go and see a loan consultant. No, <laughs> no, this is, if you're, if you're one of these people that fall into one of these categories, it means, or it should mean, that you are a master at this specific area of magic. Yeah. To, so, to the extent that everyone has essentially nicknamed you the sea witch, the old sea yeah. dog, because yeah. when it comes to anything to do, with sea kind of witchery or stuff that might be associated with that, you stand out, you know? That should be what they're how it works. It should be a case of you don't necessarily, I don't think, choose the titles, you know? No. You, no. It's reputation. You get called a witch. You get accused of being a witch. And if you get accused of being a specific type of witch, then you get accused of being that. I mean... There's something to be said for reclaiming and saying, oh, no, I'm not an evil, bad thing. I mean, I am, but, you know, I know there's some people out there that might not want to be. Uh, you know, we try each day to be a better person. Well, I'm the nice one. So, you know, I don't need Apparently to justify that. Nice one. Yeah. Um, so I don't have to worry about that. But the um, you, you point out something specific there, about which the is this... People. No, we might about, get lynched. We are I on totally, our last warning, after all. I, before we can. I, totally, I totally agree on that. <laughs> <Take still. it laughs> but I'm not going to push that any further because I don't think it needs to be pushed. I think it is what it is. Um, those who understand what we're talking about will understand those. It's nothing to do with witchcraft, so it doesn't matter. Um, what I wanted to pull out was that word witch again. That, and you used the word accusation. So kind of going back to the, you know, yes, I kind of get the 
the want to um like i say reclaim the word which i get that but the the bits that go before that are entirely ego so the only the only people that really should be worrying about what word goes before that are the people that actually are accused of such things so like you say the good old sea witch that's down um down by the bay that's where i expect to go and find her i don't expect her to find her in the landlocked part in the sahara you know that's not where i expect to find the sea witch um don't get do me wrong do you know a sea witch that happens to live in a desert or something at all we do but <laughs> does she count, count as a sea witch she counts as a sea witch acalypso uh -huh. Why is but that she, I, I feel she's earned that title. Oh, so, so it that, is a title to be earned then, a reputation. It is a title. It is a reputation. As far as I'm concerned, that's how it should be. You know, if we were to ask, you know, going back to the question itself, if we were to go, before we would use the word professional witch and they didn't understand that, what was the only other alternative to that that we'd both possibly use would be classical witches. Oh, I started using that one at one point. But that's not but that's not a, a phrase that most people would understand because they wouldn't know what we're referring to. That's why I find it so funny to use it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not one of these ones you'll find on Instagram, so therefore it can't be a real thing. But, you know. Not yet, Chris, not yet. But, <laughs> but. Hash, hashtag classical witches. I mean, they start using the term traditional witch and the traditional witches used to use that word to make them stand out from the riffraff, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Now you've got those PKTDWs, don't you? And we're already ripping on those. But, you, yeah, I suppose for me, what's it's I get why people want to do it, but I don't see why which isn't enough. And then you say, oh, well, what do you practice? That second question should then go, oh, okay, well, I like a lot of sea witchery or a lot of, you know, I'm a bit of a garden witch, that kind of thing, as a, you know, I like to work with plants or whatever. Or you could just say exactly that. I like to work with the ocean or I like to work with the, you know. I think the word, uh, the word I like to work with plant allies makes a lot more sense to me than you go in and calling yourself a green witch or the other one, the other lot, which is what you hinted at before, the ones that are green, what consider themselves to be green witches, but actually call themselves hedge witches. And you're like, no, <laughs> hedge doesn't mean you like green things. You know, it kind of does mean you like to smoke green things often, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you actually work with plant allies in the, you know, I'm going to go and get my bucket and spade out and go and do some stuff out in the garden. It's going to be, I'm an expert at um, ethnogens. But, you know, like, that is the right. difference. When I, when I think of green witches, I just think they're all bogus. They're bogus, uh, okay. a lot of them. Bogus, right. a lot. When you go to a... Now, we'll because we'll, this is neo-Wiggins and neon-Pagans, we better take this back to paganism, right? So the pagan moot, you've been to enough pagan moots now. Tell me if this sounds familiar. Within the rather annoyingly shite, boring pagan moots that we do not attend, you get the, hello, who are you? 
oh, you're a witch. What type of witch are you? Oh, you're a green witch or a sea witch or a bloody blah, are you? Oh, that's nice. Take a seat. They talk about how puppets can be used for only good. We'll begin shortly. <laughs> Compare that to another type of moot. Hello. Welcome to the insert name here, moot. My name's such and such. What's your name? Oh, what have you been up to this week? Yeah. Continued on conversation about various magical projects and the like. Not trying to categorize anyone. Not trying to yeah. categorize anyone. Sometimes you'll get some of the more diplomatic types or the ones that kind of want to involve, you know, you and let you come out your shell and that. They might say, I've noticed this, hello, what sort of path are you on? What sort of path? Yeah. You know, I've never yeah. liked that personally but i mean it works because some people come out then and say oh well i do a lot of ceremonial magic or i've come from this path or i've come from that path but it is a case of what path are you on as in you're currently on this path you could be a going over to another path over a different or one. the road might fork type thing yeah you know? exactly but the one thing i do like about that is it's open so the response could be whatever you like. And, you uh, you know, when we originally started going out to these kind of events, you'd have had people that said, oh, I'm, I'm into ceremonial magic or I only do dealing low magics. And they actually knew what these words meant. Yeah. Whereas, so you actually kind of like you had, there was already a language there. What's happened is you've got a load of people that have come in uh, later to it have joined post Instagram and they don't have this language. So they've had to invent new language because they've not come necessarily from, and I, you know, I'm not being elitist on the whole traditional thing of kind of, they've not come from initiated groups and all that. Cause you know, I couldn't give a shit about that crap, but you know, is the kind of, they've not, they've not started with a gripper because a gripper was the only book for them to read. Like they have started with something by Llewellyn um, or our our favourite mate, Scott Cunningham. You know, like those are the sorts of books that they've come growing up with. And that has come with it. You know, those those phrases like green witchery and shit like that has come out of the Llewellyn band. It is it is those they've been categorised into to allow you to sell more books that tell you exactly the same thing, which is here's, here's a load of basic bullshit that Scott Cunningham said. Here's all the ones that are sea witchery because we've, we've used examples from the sea. This is the one on green witches. That's the one that, where we talk about plants. And, uh, you know, the same, the same lists of correspondences are in all of these books. They're no different, which kind of says, okay, well, what's different about them? So, but then, like I said, when you meet an actual witch like Calypso, who you are giving the title of Sea Witch to, kind of goes, mm. we call her the Sea Witch for good fucking reason. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that, that is an appropriate way to go. Witch, to be fair. Oh, uh, you do. You do. But to me, in my mind, that place is still a, an ocean, as far as I'm mm. concerned. <laughs> 
the last time I probably set foot there, it probably was an ocean. <laughs> so, you know, it definitely was. A, I don't remember the Americas any time recently. So I couldn't I couldn't judge as to whether or not they were. They were probably still an inland sea. Um, so I, I'm more than happy to call her the sea witch. I think you like calling her the desert sea witch for a reason. Um, and it's just because yeah, you... It's more specific. <laughs> it's like, just imagine Calypso going into some moot or meeting up with people and them saying, well, I'm a sea witch. And she say, well, I'm a desert sea witch. And then go, ooh, <laughs> what's that? I've never heard of that before. It's like having a Pokemon card and then having a shiny Pokemon card because the shiny ones are better, obviously. But Desert Desert Sea Witch, Desert Sea Witch, I just imagine ships going across sand dunes and being driven by sandstorms. Is it a ship (laughs) bound inside of a bottle for all of time? Okay, okay, maybe, maybe. I can't think what we were talking about. Near near Wiggins. Well, the whole thing was a certain someone on Patreon did ask us, hashtag what type of witch are you, this whole thing. And this mm. person said there's over 30 types now for what they've seen on yeah. social media. So being fair, I think that back in the day, this is my stance on it anyway, back in the day, like you've said, there were very specific words that would have come up and that you would know about if you were on very specific paths. So like you said, if I'm a ceremonial magician, or if I'm a thelemite, or if I'm a this, or if I'm a that, that's specific. If you have a broad um, understanding of different occult traditions, magical practitioners, and different paths and the like systems, you'd probably be able to, uh, be able to identify certain words and then say, ah, I kind of know what you what sort of path you're on. You might not know a huge amount, but it's kind of like the old encyclopedia. You know, it gives you a little bit. You have a little bit of information about it. I think that as time goes on, though, what I'm seeing more of, because there's more people involved in with magic that don't do no fucking magic, this is the problem, that what they need to do is to identify themselves. And they have no magical practice. Now, yeah. if they have they no have magical a collection. practice... Yeah, have a collection they, of shiny things. Yeah, they 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 could potentially pretend they're on a path, and that might happen every now and then. They might pretend to be an initiate of something, or they might pretend that their grandmother taught them something, because there's always their fucking grandmother in it. Um, more often than not, which I find more sad, is that they actually genuinely have convinced themselves that they're doing <laughs> fucking magic and that they're actually yeah. on a path because they've seen a word or phrase like hedgewitch or green witch and they think oh, hedgewitch i'm always rooting around in the hedges and doing the gardening in my back garden and i do herbs and i look up in the book what the herbs would do magically and i sprinkle them on a candle you know yeah I don't do it with anything that's really important, obviously, because I know really deep down they don't fucking work. That I'm just kind of, it's a, it's a fun, isn't it? Like those Harry Potter schools the Dark Pastor was telling me about, that they actually have genuine Harry Potter schools, but they don't teach the magic. 
It's just basically learning stuff that's covered in the fucking books in the Harry Potter universe. Um, you yeah. know, it's kind of, I see it like that and it makes me, my stomach go funny and it makes me feel rather sad inside that it's like, oh, yeah, okay, you're one of those. But how, how I mean, sweet. fair play, the people that actually do adamantly feel that they're on a specific path and then they have specific words that they use within their tradition or within their path. I mean, look at the hedge witches. I mean, we keep bringing them up, but look at the amount of times that you have a hedge witch who does the research on what the hedge witch history of that kind of word means and yeah. the application of it. And then they get well pissed off that the local person that's just bought an allotment or rents an allotment and started growing herbs in the kitchen that they now all of a sudden are starting to call themselves a hedge witch when actually, technically, from a historical perspective, that's inaccurate. They're probably not even doing any fucking magic either. Well, I don't know. It depends. Would you class, if you are a person that does magic and all of your magic fails constantly, do you class that as someone doing magic? Because I'm not sure we made it from this. <laughs> It's someone that's genuinely trying and failing. Oh, they're very trying. I think no. we're out of time for this edition, actually, of the podcast. So you'll have to tell us on Patreon. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> right, anyway, go. So if you've got someone, we'll call okay. them, I don't know, Raven Grimsby. Okay. <laughs> and Raven Grimsby likes to do the odd candle spell. But none of Raven Grimsby's candle spells ever fucking work. Okay. But he does like to take a picture of them and post them on the social media and the like. And he gets okay. a lots of likes and hearts and comments. Um, are that is that person doing magic, in your opinion? No. But I but, couldn't... I would be careful to argue that they're not trying to be a witch. But he's trying. He's like the are trying, saying the magic not, words from the book. But they're not achieved. Although, come on, because let's face it, there are people that uh, try a lot less that you we accept uh, that they use the word witch all the time. Um, that actually don't practice anywhere near as much of that as that person probably is trying. So, which is where I kind of like effort. Effort may be a seven. Um, but whether or not I would be okay calling them a witch would be a different matter. But they are at least trying to practice, which is more than some of these Insta witches do. So if they're actually trying, would you say they're practicing magic? They're trying. They're trying. Okay. So it's like, I think of it like the old barber surgeons, right? So you've got the idea of the old barber surgeons that they were barbers, but then they also did a little bit of surgery, tooth pulling and general surgery as well. They often did just made the situation work worse and just amputated things. They were trying to practice medicine and failing most of the time. But would you say they were practicing medicine? No. Right. But... Because you can't so practice whether you're a trier or whether you're an achiever. And if you're a tr an achiever, then you're allowed to say that you are practicing 
magic or you personally would say that they are practicing magic because there's the idea of practicing as in practice makes perfect so the idea of saying well i might not be a painter i'm certainly not a great painter but i have enrolled on a course and i started painting and all my paintings are shit but i could just say that that's modern art at the end of the day couldn't i <laughs> but you are at least practicing so to me yeah, you wouldn't be you wouldn't better. Yeah, be practicing to get better, but you wouldn't call yourself a painter. You would say, I like to do some painting. The same way somebody that does a bit of DIY wouldn't call themselves a carpenter. No, but they'd call themselves a DIYer. They'd say they were a DIYer, which says something different. So at what stage can someone say that they practice magic, in your opinion? as soon as they actually have an understanding of what that means so when they get results or when they really really no, really believe could, in what they're saying if, no if they could tell me how magic works and actually well, explain it to me people practicing magic exactly. exactly that's my the same way that we call intermediate is once you've crossed the the abyss like there are let different bars that people expect you to get to yeah most people would say that they're they're beginner you know um they're advanced witches when you know full well we wouldn't call them past beginners because they couldn't meet us on the astral and they couldn't actually cross the abyss so you know as far as i'm concerned they're still beginners what what about the advanced beginner chris because i've had heard people oh don't advanced beginners I've struggled with that one. What is an advanced beginner? If you an put advanced beginner is someone shoes, that's... No, I think an advanced beginner get? is someone that spent 20, 30 years practising and is still a beginner. Right, because those okay. are the ones so, that normally tend to do it, kind of go, oh, well, I've been practising for 20 years, but I still think I'm a beginner because can't achieve X, Y, and Z. And I, I'm, I'm quite happy with those people. Those people, you know, have got... I've got something about them that realizes I'm still a beginner, but they don't know how best to say it to you. So I think advanced beginner, I'll let happen because I think there's there's a bit of modesty in there. See, I think that that because... would be experienced beginner. If you're an experienced beginner, you've been doing it a long time. You've been on the beginner's yeah. course for a long time, right? Yeah. And I think advanced beginner, A, is it's not really a thing is it but if it was to be a thing i would say you are on the edge of finishing beginner so but most people don't judge beginner in the same that we do same way that we do so obviously for me if someone said i'm an advanced beginner to me that's someone trying to tell you i've been at this for a really long time but i'm not getting anywhere and that's how they want to admit it to you because okay. if they just said they're a beginner and you then go, oh, okay, so did you start, what have you bought? Like, have you just recently started? And then they have to go, no, I've been practicing 30 years. That would be more embarrassing for them. Whereas if they say I'm an advanced beginner, they mean I've been trying really hard for a long time and I haven't, I don't feel I'm getting past beginner. So I'm, I'm quite happy for people to do that. I think that's fair. I think that actually that's them trying to modestly say, I keep trying, but I'm not getting anywhere. Please help. 
Okay. Because let's face it, they only say it to the likes of us, where they're kind of like terrified of us. Come on. Uh, How many weeks do we have? There have been some that have said that they thought they were advanced and then they've gone back and said, no, even they've met us, they said, now I'm going <laughs> to not call myself advanced, but I do think that I'm an advanced beginner. Does that make sense, Liam and Chris? Yeah. <laughs> and to me, that makes sense. It's not what we would call an advanced beginner because we wouldn't use such a an oxymoron. But at the same time... Um, you know, I kind of get what people are trying to tell us. Again, it comes down to that communication part where they want to yeah. tell us something. And I, I don't think that that's a bad thing. Um, going slightly off piste, as I like to, how do you feel about the phrase, <laughs> I, I'm a chaos witch because I don't stick for anything for more than two weeks? <laughs> um... <laughs> because... Oh, I've, we've met actual chaos magicians who I would actually say that is a chaos magician. That's how they practice. It's, a, you know, it's kind of a, a sh an offshoot from the um, ceremonial magicians. They work specifically in these kind of chaos processes where they start a, pro a big project and they push and push and push wherever it takes them. And um, that I'm quite happy as that being the what I would call, you know, would be okay with the term chaos magician. Um, what I struggle with is when they call themselves chaos witches because they occasionally do a sigil um, and then they do a bit of candle <laughs> magic. <laughs> and then they go back and do another sigil again. And apparently those are chaos witches. Um, and I don't think they understand what chaos is actually referring to. But I, I want to hear your opinion on this, Liam. Your honest one. <laughs> Chaos magic, when it was first kind of devised or or put down in the form of books, you know, anyway, this chaos magic you started hearing about is in the 20th century. Not yeah. that long ago, either. No. Um, and it was a case of a more of a philosophy more of an approach towards learning it was a yeah. i'm gonna suspend my disbelief and throw myself into a specific practice and really believe in it for a set period of time or for a yep. certain project and then when that's all done i'm going to take a step back and i'm going to evaluate it and i'm going to take what worked and kind of put it to one side store it in my usb stick in my brain that worked have experience with that Blah, blah, blah. When more and more and more people started talking about chaos magic and that approach and that philosophy, what tended to happen, I think, is that there are certain techniques that start to get developed. So this idea of sigil magic, various other things that work for so many people, regardless of what path that they're on. And what I think started to happen is that the concept and philosophy of a chaos approach chaos magic approach started getting confused with a magical system or a magical system started evolving called chaos magic and then you get people that do chaos magic by taking the kind of systems that were created and copy and pasted and then just apply them to general witchcraft practice which i don't have a problem with I like the idea of chaos magic as a philosophy. 
Um, and I think that it can get you really far. However, I don't think that chaos magic is the same as being eclectic. Because there's the idea of the eclectic witch yeah. or the eclectic Wiccan, which basically means I got a fucking clue what I'm doing. I'm just borrowing this book, this book, and this book, and trying to cobble something together. Now, yeah. the funny thing is, is that at the very beginning, very, 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 very beginning of magical practitioners, I thought you were uh, going to say the universe then, because that's a very different god topic here. No. At the very beginning of a magical practitioner's uh, path um, down the magical rabbit hole, I see a lot of people get loads of different books, anything with the title witch, anything with the title magic, all of this sort of thing, and just read, 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 try, 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 and do all sorts of things and cobble it all together, right? Then what I see is people move out of that. And then what I see is people kind of go down a specific avenue. They find a system that kind of works for them, that they're really in tuned to. It might come with a pantheon. It might come with specific spirits, specific practices. You might find other people that also work this system and the like. And then that kind of pushes you further and further and further down your path. And then what happens is you hit intermediate stage. Um, and then at the intermediate stage is what you realize is that you're back to square one because you're actually technically eclectic because you no longer have a magical system. You pull from multiple lifetimes and yeah. multiple existences of knowledge to do things in one of two ways. Do it either the easiest way or the most fun way. Yeah. And that is eclectic because if you... I've been initiated into a tradition, you learn that tradition, you learn that magical system and you evolve it and you evolve yourself for your magical practice. When you get past and into the intermediate stage, you have been initiated into more traditions than any person can name because most of them have been forgotten about. You've been to and experienced more different dimensions and places that are even known by any magical, well, all of the earthly magical systems put together. You're pulling from all of that knowledge. So technically you could say, I think, anyone above a foundation level is eclectic, is an eclectic practitioner. Um, and I don't know, what do you feel about that? I wouldn't say they're a chaos magician. No, but eclectic. But that's the thing. Oh, that's what I was trying to get at, which I'm really glad you you said, which was essentially what they're actually talking about is eclectic practice. Yeah. That is not chaos magician. Uh, and yeah. I think that's why it bugs me, that particular one, which is why I couldn't not talk about it um, in when we're talking about types of witches, because that they are not the same thing. So why yeah. people... It, why it shows such a basic misunderstanding of what chaos refers to um but you see so much of it everywhere but yeah. yes i would say anybody that's kind of hit an intermediate um practitioner by our standards is then eclectic because at that point you you know you might be pulling for six months directly from the time you were a sea witch or you know or pulling from the time when you were priestess and therefore you behave a completely different way they are completely different types of magic um so i can kind of, i no I'm, I'm totally with you on that one uh what i did want to do because I, i'm a dick 
um, is I just pulled up a list of some of these, and they're ones I hadn't heard of, and I want oh, to see how you feel about how these. Many is there? This one's only got about ten or so on, and I think we've already right. talked about some of them. Are you going to quiz um, me? But yeah, I want <laughs> I want you to tell me what a cosmic witch is. A cosmic witch is someone that practices some form of astrology or planetary magic. <laughs> is that what that yeah. would be? Right, yeah, it okay. says cosmic witches are contemporary witches who look to the cosmos, astrology, astronomy, and work with those elements and celestial energy into their practice. They are also known as star witches. Right, I've got a point for that. I'm going to keep score. I'll see how many I get. Okay. What's okay. The next one? Okay. The next one on here, let's have a look. I've got Elemental Witch. That one's an easy one. So I'm presuming that an Elemental Witch is essentially a Wiccan. And what that means is they bastardize <laughs> the four classical elements and misunderstanding them and potentially put a fifth element in there. Is that right? <laughs> that or they're Chinese. But if they were Chinese, <laughs> they probably wouldn't call themselves an ele elemental witch. Do I get a point so this, for that? I think you can get a point for that one. Uh, it says elemental witches study and practice based on the four elements. Ah. So they are de sticking to the classicals. Um, an elemental, uh, elemental magic is worked based on and honouring each of those elements. Okay. Where the limits to can... that is, of course, that the witch can only work within systems that have four elements. So if you go somewhere else and some other creation or universe or something <laughs> and they don't have four elements because they're on a different operating system, it means you're a master at the iPhone, but when you get an Android phone, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> That's what that means. <laughs> Hence right. why we don't keep the elements. <laughs> What um this one, what do you how do you feel about a half witch? A half witch? No, as in half, as in oh, centre of a home. As in fireplace. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Um half witch, I would have said, would be what they would call a hedge witch. So I'm presuming that what they would say a half witch was is someone that does kind of villagey type witchcraft so it would be something that would be kind of like a very homely old lady in a cottage somewhere that <laughs> takes a lot of drugs and likes to go astral traveling up the fireplace but i don't know about that you were almost completely correct until you got to the drugs bit oh, okay. um, it's what they also call a kitchen witch or a home witch one of these people right. that practices only practices magic in the house Right. Or in the kitchen. Do I get a half point for that? I think you can get a half point for that. Get a half point for that. So, what I would be interested in hearing, Liam, is because I'm actually quite surprised by this one. Um, <laughs> what they've actually defined a hedge witch as on this. A hedge witch would be a cross in the hedge and an astral traveling, which they were, might call, because I'm presuming this is a new agey website, they probably call it <laughs> European shamanism or some shit like that. They haven't, ed uh, they haven't actually, but yes, oh, they've good. said practicing hedge jumping. 
I've never heard that one before. I've heard of hedge riding. I've never heard of hedge jumping. Does that involve a pogo stick? I think that involves full-on astral projection instead of just kind of <laughs> dipping your toe in. Yeah. It says, hedge witches communicate with the spirit world and send messages between the worlds. Oh. Uh, practice, a practice astral projection oh, okay. as well as working with herbs and earth-based magics. Do I get a point uh, or half a point? For yeah, that? I think I'll give you a point for that one. Okay. Right, what's okay. next? Well, the, the, these couple are far too easy, but I think I'm going to ask you anyway. Um, the other one is a, a hereditary witch, because we love those. I, I think hereditary witch means my grandmother clearly initiated me by having sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a Wiccan, if you're pretending <laughs> to be a traditional witch, then it means that you come from a long line of witches. But that you, you know, um, maybe skipping a couple of generations, perhaps, because you get the idea of I'm a traditional witch, but I've only recently discovered this, as in they <laughs> waited till you were 50 years old for you at your 50th <laughs> birthday to all the oldens gather you around and say, well, actually, we're a witchcraft family and now you're 50, you're an old crone. So welcome to the <laughs> fold type. No, it's essentially is hereditary witchcraft. So that's witchcraft within families or magical practice passed through families. Some would possibly say that it's a witch blood thing. So that you're only a witch. Like there's a couple of ones out there that I know that say you have to be a member of the family with our blood to be a witch and you cannot marry into the tradition. Others would be, well, basically it's family practice passed on and that's how it's kept going. So I'm presuming that's what they mean one of those two yeah they, this one actually talks about family whereas yeah there are lots of people that talk about um witch blood uh which is one of those things that gets talked about a lot with kind of traditional witches doesn't it and i don't mean the kind of post calden ones i mean the pre-calden ones pre-caldens yeah well I'm trying to switch over to a different one because I think the rest of them are far too easy for you. Um, well, do and do I just I... assume that I've got... How was it? Was it there 10 of them, was there? Um, yeah, the other ones on here are a little bit too easy. So they've so got... So I get solid... nine and a half out of 10, presumably. I think so. I think That's so. not bad. Because the other ones on here are things like Solitary Witch, which is a bit obvious. That Oh, how do you feel about these ones? Secular Witches. I feel like we do need to talk about those. Okay. So a secular witch, I'm presuming, would be someone that isn't religious, maybe? Yeah, so they don't have a spiritual or religious. I don't know how you can... Um, I don't know how you can be a witch and not be spiritual in some way, personally. Um, because I think the two words are too in intermingled. But yeah, they, they don't attach any kind of religious... So an atheist. But I'm an atheist that practices that witchcraft. Would, the sort of person that would say that would be someone that used to be a Christian, but isn't anymore, whereas an atheist would yeah. just say, I'm an atheist. But it's yeah. someone clearly with baggage, that's what that means. It's a witch with some baggage. <laughs> a witch with some 
yeah, definitely. Um, there was a really good um, quiz that I feel like after this we should both do and then post our answers because apparently there are 45 types of witches, um, but you have to complete the quiz in order to find out which one you are. I kind of feel like we need to and that we might have to post the... Uh, Does that mean 45 bloody questions? I don't think it's 45 questions, but I... I think it says 45, but I don't see how that would happen, as most of the questions only have four answers to them. So I don't see how that fits you into four, how you can get into 45 categories myself. But we may have to do that one later. Um, Sounds like 45 minutes of fun. But <laughs> so this idea of secular witches, because I don't really think I've ever really met any. I've got ones, you know, we meet a lot of ones that convert from Christianity because obviously, you know, like we've said many a time, Catholics make amazing witches. Um, they're already prepared for all the uh, the altar work in advance. Secular is the sort of thing that you tend to hear any religious people talk about. So mm. the secular schooling system if that's brought up that's a christian normally complaining about how the schooling system in science doesn't teach that the year that the that the uh, world is six thousand years old type thing is secular they call it secular technically it's a thing i mean anyone could use the term secular but generally speaking if someone talks about their religious belief and magical practices and that, most of them would say, I'm an atheist. The atheist witch is something that I hear an atheist say. The secular yeah. witch is someone that I, is something that I hear, uh, I used to be Christian, I've discovered magical practice in some way, shape, or form. I'm now calling myself this. Um, yeah. No, I think that's they, Sometimes if they, if they go down the magical practice route, then I could see them calling themselves a secular witch or a witch or whatever it is. If they go down the non-magical practice route, they either call themselves atheist or a Satanist. Yes. Yeah. They've either devoid, <laughs> they've devoided themselves from, um, from Jesus and therefore have gone straight all the way over to Satanism. Or yeah, they've kind of mid-ground it. There, this actually brings up an interesting one because I've heard of um, Christian Wiccans and that kind yes. of thing where you've got someone that has is part of two religions and a lot of people shit on this, right? And I don't know. I kind of see it as... Well, I think that the sort of people that shit on it are the sort of people that make big... Um, I don't know what I would say. They hold things like hoodoo uh, in high regard. And the yes. sort of people that say, well, you can't be this and you can't be that. Are, I've even heard hoodoo practitioners that said you can't be Christian and you can't be this or this and that. And I kind of think, wait a minute, this is like a stage of evolution. This is like yeah. the fish that has arms and legs, but it can't get out of the water yet. That's yeah. what this is. It is a transitional point. You know, I used yeah. to be Christian. I'm dabbling with this because it wasn't like it, you were brought up with this with both of them, probably. Some people might, like some people that have a Jewish parent and a Christian parent, is kind of a mix match. I mean, it's all Abrahamic, but it's kind of a mix match. 
and they kind of feel like I've got a little bit of both dual heritage kind of thing when it comes to magical practice and the like I can see some of this but also these are the sorts of people that I don't find are individuals and often don't get very far because they're not willing to stand up and say I'm not going to be defined by these they feel well I have to pick one and I can't so I need to put both of them instead of saying I'm neither is I'm both whereas most of the time you would expect someone to stand up and say I'm neither of those but I'm all of everything (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah but the thing is those those kind of do exist don't they like mm. you've got not all who do but a lot there is a lot of who do that is christian based or at least they use saints and what that are borrowed from uh borrowed from kind of christian teachings you've even got kind of santeria and places like that that again use kind of christian-esque deities and spirits that they work with so there is, I can kind of get behind the whole uh, Christian witchcraft. I don't know how I feel about Christian Wicca. Um, or, although the two are fairly similar, I guess, because they're both talking about um, <laughs> divine dichotomies of the divine masculine feminine is, is, is tied up in both of them in a way that is, yes, I suppose Wicca in some ways is Christian witchcraft. Um, but that would really get me in some trouble. Um, well, if you're talking about <laughs> social media stuff, then yeah. If you're talking about proper Wicca, like the initiatory stuff, mm. then that is proper duality. So, you know, they do have the duality. I mean, they don't do a particularly good job at teaching it. Okay, but it is there. Um, what about tranny who do? wow you did not this just might do be that. a new thing because there's a certain youtube channel i know you're aware of <laughs> and the magical practitioner who runs that youtube channel is a hoodoo practitioner but then they also i believe were teaching santeria and some celtic of course the word or name bridget came up also oh i, I missed that one was, Said person, oh yes, said person was talking a little bit about cultural misappropriation and that <laughs> they come from a genuine hoodoo house, French. Mm-hmm. And yes. they then said, you can't go all to the, all these charlatans who don't have the heritage and don't have this and don't have that. And then said, I Bear will teach mind. you this, I will teach you that, I will teach you this. And then said, I'll teach you how to deal with a Bridget. And, Bear in um, mind when she says I, she knows <laughs> when she knows French hoodoo, they mean Lou, uh, you know, um, uh, New Orleans. Quarter, They're not even know. real French. <laughs> French Quarter. French Quarter. <laughs> Carry, on. Yeah. Carry on. New Orleans French Quarter hoodoo. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she, they, she said, I'll teach you the mysteries of Mama Bridget and I'll teach you the mysteries of Bridget. So I was like, okay, so you are saying that they're two different things, but then you're also saying that you're a master or you understand both of them right before you were talking about heritage. So I would be very <laughs> interested to know that. Because I, I don't get me wrong, I understood. And I was get I was I was kind of like, well, <laughs> out of all of the hoodoo houses and the like that I've come into contact with, the fact that there might be a big issue with you personally being transgender for one. 
yeah. would be that I think that within the hoodoo community itself, ignoring anything yeah. outside of that, there would be a lots of ones that say, you know, you're illegitimate. There would be ones that say, yeah, that's fine. You know, all that sort of thing. But to then say that you're messing and blending all of these different things together, I personally say, hats off to you. That's brilliant. But be aware that you're mixing chemicals together, not knowing what necessarily half of the chemicals are. You're mixing yeah. the green potion with the red potion. You made the red potion and you understand what that is, but you don't know what the fucking green one is, right? So, you know, I'm thinking, well, you know, fair enough. I think it's great because it's fascinating and it's different and presumably it's working for the certain practitioner. But this is how these words come about because all of a sudden yes. I can see in another couple of years time this person having a bunch of initiates that also happen to be very similar to them and then all of a sudden tranny hoodoo <laughs> becomes a thing you know which would be brilliant i'm not gonna say that i don't want to see that i want to see that i want to see tranny hoodoo right because that would be fucking brilliant and i think they would evolve into something really quite amazing tranny hoodoo well, it would. In theory, you've got a you've got an opportunity there that it is a blend of genders, and that you mm. actually remove the gender altogether, and therefore it's open to to practicing in any way, shape, or form, because that would be true true blending of genders in order to allow um, all sorts of new combinations. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. If she's now throwing out the idea of that she knows how to deal with Celtic Bridget. As the same as she does, Mama Bridget. I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that operates. I want to know what the ancestors think. That's why, <laughs> given that a lot of hoodoo has very ancestral-focused necromantic yeah. work, I want to know what they all think. Yeah. Maybe we should do an episode on that called Tranny <laughs> Tranny Hoodoo. <laughs> I think we would be removed from the internet. Just saying. We could do one of those red episodes that's Patreon only. I suppose we could. We could. Maybe. I still think Patreon might have something to say. Maybe. I don't think they're as bad as Facebook, though, are they? We are on our no. last warning on Facebook. No. Well, that's but the anyway, one I'd we are out of time now. So is there anything else you want to uh, finish on? No, let's call that a day. I think we covered it around the houses. Okay, well, goodbye for another week, everyone. Um, and be careful what you witch for. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Should I be saying something? Should we be offering up like a, a last sentence of advice, you know, advice or something profound like they do on uh, big <laughs> questions? You know, no. Nikki Campbell, he said something at the end that makes you think right before the adverts play and you forget what it was. No, because we do 60 minutes of profound. Okay. <laughs> I suppose we'll end it there then. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>